is the Taz and Jim podcast. This was the whitest Christmas in memory, honestly. I can't remember more snow around Christmas than this year. It was a good one, huh? Mm-hmm. How does Bruce the dog do with the snow? Loves it. Loves it. But then the tracks um, water and gunk all around the house, so I have to keep a towel by the door and wash his feet off every time he comes in. So it's, Do it's, you... Uh, do you dry the dog off? Do you shower the dog? Like, what do you do? How do you get rid of that wet dog smell after he's rolling around in the snow? It's not, there isn't a wet dog smell like there would be if you're in a pool or in the lake or something like that. But there is a lot of, you know, if you're walking them on the sidewalk, they bring in all the the, uh, the salt and the dirt and the mud and the wet. So, yeah, just do a towel. Do you shower naked with your dog, Jim? I have. I have yeah, when, you he got, when he got sprayed by a skunk. We had to put apple cider vinegar all over him, so I hopped in the shower, au naturel, with the little lad, and <laughs> washed ourselves off. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting, because I've had this debate with a buddy of mine who also showers naked with his dog, and just as a safety precaution, you'd think maybe wear a bathing suit. Uh, dogs, if you watch cartoons growing up, you know dogs like their... They're sausages. Oh, they're sausage links, especially. <laughs> right, the, the link sausages in the cartoons. <laughs> so I didn't know, you know, they're not used to seeing something dangling at eye level. <laughs> I wasn't sure if that would be. Luckily, it's not at eye level. He's not a Great Dane. He's a black lab, so he's by the knees, and I am not hung down there, so it's not right. going to the knees, so it's not wagging in his face. <laughs> Yeah, fortunately for you, it's not at your dog's eye level. Yeah. Unfortunately for your girlfriend Sarah, <laughs> it's not at <laughs> it's not at yeah. eye level. Bruce, I will so, say Bruce is the only one that will shower naked with me. So you you think that's a that's a regular thing? I don't. I don't know. I'm not I'm, a dog owner. I don't know if dog owners are showering naked with their dog all the time. I've never asked anybody. I've never thought about it. For me, it was a necessity thing. It wasn't recreation or like a hobby or something that I do. It yeah, was just. It's not a regular occurrence. It's you had to get in there and you had to clean them off. Yeah, and I could have went and got a bathing suit, but what? It, what am I ashamed of? But the, this is the do- dog. You know, Who cares. Yeah. I, hey, I, I'm not saying there's anything wrong. You I'm were just, judging. No. No, I don't know the answer because I don't have a dog. Now, my my buddy who I I've had this discussion with, his dog is a little taller. Like he's got a big dog, and I just there's not there's not that much room in the shower for the <laughs> two of them. I just <laughs> it'd be nice though if you didn't have a seat, you could like sit on his back for a little sec if you're hungover. Now that's weird. <laughs> Because now you're touching them with your butt. Yeah. yeah. If you're naked showering with your dog riding on its back, <laughs> uh, might be time to call the Humane Society. Hey, Taz, you're a father of two young kids. Uh, I want to run this story by uh, see how you feel about it. Okay. New Hampshire mother charged after allegedly putting three-year-old in a lift ride alone for a lift to daycare. Lift's like an Uber, right? Yeah, it's an American Uber. Three-year-old... Uh, kid, the mother calls up the, the Lyft driver. He shows up. She puts the three-year-old in the back, buckles him up, not in a baby seat, puts the seatbelt on him, says, okay, the daycare's just around the block. The Uber <laughs> driver drives a little bit ahead, pulls over, calls the cops. Mm, at least at least the kid was going somewhere. See, <laughs> he, he first said he put the kid in the lift, and 
I thought to myself, yeah, that would be a nice way to get a little time away from the kids. <laughs> here, just drive around for two hours. Take them around the country block. Yeah. Here's, <laughs> put on some soothing music. Keep the meter running, whatever you got to do. <laughs> Mommy and Daddy need a little alone time. Thank you, yeah. Mr. Lift Driver. <laughs> put on some Raffy. Three's too young to be traveling by yourself. Like My son is four, and I wouldn't dream of putting him in a cab or an Uber by himself. Yeah, I I I think maybe 13 14 is when I'd start trusting my adult son or my teenage son maybe. Maybe 8. 8? Yeah. Maybe 8 or 9, I don't know. You would not if put they your had kid a, in an Uber. If they had a cell phone and they could call me, I don't know. Absolutely not. I barely trust my girlfriend getting in half of these Ubers. Does she have a cell phone? Does she know how to work it? Barely. She's always <laughs> she got her earbuds in. She's not paying attention. Uh, yeah, three is definitely too young. <laughs> yeah. I know everyone's very concerned with COVID right now, but there's another health risk you need to be aware of. Magic mushrooms g- growing in your bloodstream. Pardon? Um, a United States man was hospitalized with organ failure after he injected himself with tea made out of psychedelic magic mushrooms. Okay. Doctors say that I know it's in, it's avoidable. <laughs> Quite. <laughs> Doctors say the patient tried to uh, use magic mushrooms as a treatment for his bipolar disorder, and uh, he decided that this would be an an easy way to get that into his system. However, he showed up at the hospital. He had jaundice, diarrhea, fatigue, nausea. He was vomiting blood. Oh, my God. And he couldn't communicate anything to the uh, the doctors. They were asking him questions, and he just was so out of it. They didn't know what was going on. So they ran his blood, and they found that the mushrooms that he had injected into his bloodstream, because it's nice and dark in there, had started sprouting. Oh! It's like a horror movie, oh! man. That is, oh, that disturbs me so much. I know. It's like a spider laying eggs in your ear. Anything that's... Yeah. Your body being a host to something that is growing that you can see. Yeah, because it is a fungus, obviously, but that, that which means it will not stop growing. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, man. That is disgusting. Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen those guys that their their skin starts turning to bark? Yeah, that's what that's that's what I'm picturing in my head, but with mushrooms. Eventually, under his skin, like the shape of mushrooms would start forming. Yeah. If you and let then it there'll go be a little enough. garden gnome underneath it, living there. <laughs> Doctors put him on a ventilator, kept him breathing, gave him antibiotics, antifungals <laughs> to get rid of the magic mushrooms. Twenty two days in the hospital. And he's going to be on on medication for the long term, according to the doctors. But he's alive. Yeah. And he sounds like a real fun guy. <laughs> if you run a, a Lamborghini rental company and person who rents your Lamborghini doesn't bring it back, just keep waiting. I'm sure they'll... <laughs> <laughs> I, what I'm are they sure going to do with it? They just hit some traffic. <laughs> Police in Toronto are asking car aficionados to keep their eye out to help them locate a luxury Lamborghini SUV that was rented on Boxing Day 
and is still missing. Uh oh. The black Lamborghini Urus was picked up December 26. GPS on the vehicle was disabled Uh-oh. shortly after leaving the rental lot. That's a professional. And nobody's seen it since. What's the point of having a GPS if it's that easily disabled? I don't know how hard that would be, but maybe there's a technique. I don't know. But Yeah, it goes back to the YouTube videos, right? <laughs> <laughs> just, just type into YouTube, how to disable the GPS on a $200,000 Lamborg- Lamborghini Urus. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hmm. Police are encouraging anyone with information about the Lamborghini's whereabouts or anyone who believes they uh, are a victim of a similar theft in the Toronto area to contact Crime Stoppers. So I'm assuming by the fact that they uh, are asking for leads from the public <laughs> that whoever rented the Lamborghini may have used a fake name. <laughs> I wonder if there's a, a wife or a husband that got a Lamborghini for Christmas. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is so nice. Amazing. <laughs> you see this story? Yeah, wait a second. <laughs> what do you do? If you, if you did get a Lamborghini for Christmas, do you call the cops? Because you're going to lose your Lamborghini if you if you rat out your, your spouse yeah. or your boyfriend or girlfriend. You don't call the cops. You call your local auto body shop, get a new paint job, <laughs> like in Grand Theft Auto, <laughs> and you're good to go. That's right. Grand Theft Auto, you pull into that paint job. All the stars disappear. Done. Cops can't find you. Free and clear. State of emergency in Ontario. Uh, Stay-at-home orders, in effect. Do not leave your house unless it's essential. Now, what is essential? Uh, The Premier kind of says it's up to you to decide that. (laughs) Thanks, bud. (laughs) But you can get a ticket if if, uh, you are out for non-essential reasons, so I guess... It's up to you until the police ask you a couple questions. You uh, you know that a lot of retailers are going to be struggling over the next little bit. Grocery stores, drug stores, essential uh, retailers will remain open. And non-essential retailers are able to operate from 7 a.m. until 8 p.m. But they're not allowed to let people into the store. So you can only do curbside pickup. Which is going to be tough. Now, got a message from one of our listeners here, Jim, in the Woodstock area. Hey, guys, did you hear that the home hardware in Woodstock added two grocery aisles to its store <laughs> so they could stay open to customers during the lockdown? Brilliant. You look at Costco, they're open. Walmart. Walmart's open. Mm-hmm. They sell everything, but they have a grocery section, so I, I guess it's allowed. Let's... uh. Give the Woodstock Home Hardware a call. <laughs> See if this is true. Good morning, Home Hardware. Good morning. Can I speak with the manager, please? Yeah, may I ask who's calling? Yeah, it's Taz and Jim. Okay, awesome. Hang on one second, please. Okay. Pauline speaking. How may I help you? Hi. I need a blade for a circular saw. And a couple loaves of bread. Do you know where I could go to get all that stuff in one stop? You sure can. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Is this true what I hear? Home hardware in in Woodstock has added a couple grocery aisles? Uh, Yes, it is, but now we are only curbside. Okay. So you gave it a go. We did. And uh, did someone come and tell you that? Uh, That I don't know, so I will not make a comment on that. Okay. Mm. Okay. 
But you're still, are you still doing groceries even though you're curbside? Yep, absolutely. All right, thank, okay, you. thank you. No problem. Bye bye. Bye. Hmm. Every store is now going to have a grocery department. There'll be like a tattoo parlor where you can eat a sandwich <laughs> yeah. while you're getting your tattoo done, and it's good. <laughs> exactly. It, it was a good try. Yeah. Why not? If Walmart can do it, why can't? Why can't anybody? And Costco. Uh, there was talk that they were going to shut down um, the rest of of Walmart, so you could only go to the grocery area. I don't know if that's happening or not, but it would only be fair. Yeah. Yeah, it would, it would make sense. I mean, at one point, the economy's got to be going, even if it is Walmart making the money. You know, at least people are still getting paid somewhat. I, I don't know. Some text messages coming in on the subject. Hey, Taz and Jim, OMG, in Mount Forest, there's an alpaca lady that sells blankets and hats. And at the start of lockdown, she threw a bunch of cereal and pop for sale in her front window so she could stay open. <laughs> <laughs> That's from Dave. Here's one. If you have a grocery aisle, you're deemed an essential service. Does that mean that sex shops can stay open if they sell edible underwear? (laughs) Good question. Yeah, sure. It's one of the food groups. E-learning. I know a lot of parents, like my wife and I, are going crazy trying to get their kids to focus on the computer, what their teachers are trying to teach them every day. And I asked for some life hacks, and we've got some coming in here. Taz, why don't you try exercising your son before class or doing cosmic yoga? I don't know what that is, but it sounds amazing. Burning off a little energy before school might help. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, it's like walking the dog, you know? You got to wear him out first. Taz and Jim, you guys were talking about bribing Taz's son to behave. How about you give him tickets? That's what we do. We allow the kids to collect tickets like they're at an arcade, and if they get enough, they can cash them in for a prize. So good behavior gets a ticket, and a new Nerf gun would cost 30 tickets, for example. That's actually brilliant. In grade 5, our teacher, grade 4 or 5, shout out to Mrs. Catrice, had these little purple faces, these smiley faces, that if you did something good, she'd hand them to you. And then if you collected enough, you would cash it in for chocolate or whatever it was. It worked like a charm. Try using headphones, Taz, during the e-learning. Your kid can't go anywhere because they've got the cord tethered to the computer and it keeps their attention because it's direct sound. Why why don't you go a step further and just zip-tie them to the chair? (laughs) Put blinders on them. Yeah, put the VR goggles on them. (laughs) A little clockwork orange. (laughs) Uh, manually force their eyelids open get some eye drops tiffany's on the phone you got some kids who are e-learning tiffany i do i have a six-year-old and i have a three-year-old but our six-year-old is currently doing online learning which is a bust in my opinion um i really feel like the ford government dropped the ball there should have been booklets made out for these kids so they could easily follow along it's very, very hard for children that young. Very hard. I give credit to the teachers because they're trying. I but do. I, do. I, I could hear uh, what my son was, was doing in his classroom, his virtual yeah. classroom yesterday. And I turned to my wife and I said, well, it's a good thing the teachers are playing the same YouTube videos for the kids that we hear 75 times in our house already. Hey, like <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like one of the things my son has to do today is um, they're going to read a book. But it's one of his favorite books. He could probably read it with his eyes closed. So I told the teacher, like, he's getting so distracted. He has, we think he has ADHD. 
So this is very hard for him right now. And I find that when he is interested in the material that the teacher is showing him, he's right at that computer. Things that he has to go look for, um, a lot of the times we're wasting precious school time finding materials. Or you have kids going, I don't have that. Where is my book? They're six years old. They're not supposed to know where their books are. Oh, yeah. The whiteboard keeps they going missing in my house. Everybody write down the answer on the whiteboard. Yeah. Mommy, yeah. where's my yeah. whiteboard? <laughs> yeah. Well, good we, luck, Tiffany. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I just I just thought I'd put that input. Maybe, you yeah, know. Yeah, you, you didn't give me any suggestions, but I hope venting makes you feel a little better. Well, like, su- suggestions would be fine material that's a little bit more intriguing for them because I think they're just getting too bored of sitting around listening to their classmates talk. They want to work. Hey, it's Taz and Jim. How old are his kids? My kids are, my kid who's e-learning is four. Yeah, it's junior kindergarten. So you think about what he'd be doing at school. He'd be singing and playing, and yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Uh, I have I have five kids. I have any all the way from 14 to one years old. Not a boy. And so how's it my, going in your house? Well, it's going. Well, I mean, my kids are old enough to know that school's important, right? So like, it's a little bit easier because they don't want to, you know, turn their stuff in late or you know miss a, uh, an assignment or anything like that. It's like. I don't know if uh, the four-year-old mind is old enough to understand the importance of it yet, so it's going to be a tough go. So you got five kids. How many computers do you have going in your house now? They both have Chromebooks, so uh, devices? Uh, (laughs) You don't even want to think about it. (laughs) Quite a few. It's an expensive bill. (laughs) No um, kidding. uh, My 14-year-old is very smart. My 12-year-old is very smart. They understand, and... They got to deal with the three-year-old, the two-year-old, and the one-year-old constantly tugging at them, play, 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 running around the house, yeah. running the house. So, uh, well, yeah, just knowing that you have five kids and you're making it through makes me feel a little bit better about our situation. We can manage one. That's why I wanted to call, brother. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.